Today's DAF, we're going to learn DAF Gimel, and we're good to go. So just as a, to recap, in yesterday, we saw Machloket in our Mishnah, you mean the Halacha Bet, whether when it was saying Demai, whether the Mishnah is referring to Trumat Maiser of Demai, or whether it was referring to Master Shemi of Demai, if you recall, because it was a contradiction if you say it was Trumat Maiser of Demai, that we had seen to, that was within the din of Chomesh. Our Mishnah said it didn't apply, whereas the later Mishnah said that Chomesh did apply if a Zar ate Trumat Maiser. And then we resolved it in two ways. Either we had Reb Zira says, no, 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 our Mishnah is talking about Master Shemi of Demai, it's not talking about Maiser at all. Or Rav, uh, was Ravi Rabbi Imi, this is how he ended the shir. Rabbi Meir says, actually, no, it is actually talking about Trumat Maiser of Demai, but it's just a machlok between Rabbi Meir and the Chafami, the, to the right and the mission. Okay, having that in mind, whether our mission is referring to Trumat Maiser of Demai, whether it's talking about Maiser Shane, Demai is going to be important for this coming sugya. But let's uh, have that in the back of mind. Rabun Barachia Bayek made Rabla. Lama li Demai, Afilu Vadai, Avilu Vadai. So his question is, the assumption of Rabun Barachia, if our mission is referring to, our mission is, sorry, our mission is referring to, um, uh, to Trumat Maiser of Demai. So he says, we had a halacha on the Mishnah that says you can, you can ma'abed at mi'uto bedrachim. Ma'abed mi'uto bedrachim meant that it seems, well, we're going to see what it means in a moment, but we, when, we, when we were explaining the Mishnah, we assumed it was talking about Master Shani, and that means small amounts, you don't need to take your shak and leave it, leave it on the side. But he's assuming our Mishnah is talking about trumat maaser of demai, uh, the, the part that's normally given to the Kohen. So he says, why does he need to say you can waste on the side? Even Vadai, you don't have to worry about it. What's this talking about? It says as follows. Uh, it says, Lamali, so firstly, Lamali de Maya filu Vadai. Lamali mi uta filu ro, it's large amounts. The law kentani, then we learn in a brighter. Aim of the in truma mina goren le ir volumina mid bar le yishuv, ela in ken haitamakon, shahaita gararto, shahaita, meaning haya gararta, mevia mevia notaden, mevia motel dami menashev. So I'll break this up. In other words, when it comes to truma, you don't have to bring it from the Goren to the city and from the Midbar to the Yishur, meaning the coin's meant to come out to the threshing floor, the production points, and pick it out. You don't have to worry about schlepping it out to, to him. So it seems to be even huge amounts. You don't need to worry about a bichlal. You can leave it there. If the coin doesn't want to pick it up, it can be left there to rot. Okay? The only condition would be when you'd have to bring it is when it's shechaita uh, goroto, if it's going to be susceptible to animals coming and eating and making a mess of the whole thing. In that situation, because of the fact that it's a uh, it's truma is kadosh, because of the respect of the truma, then yes, you would bring it, have to bring it to the city, but you can deduct the expenses from the kohen for the fact you have to schlep it to him. So what we see here when it comes to truma, even with Trumat Maiser, even if it's Vadai, even if it's huge amounts, it seems to be that you can Ma'abet or Bedrachim. You can leave it, it's equivalent to Ma'abet Bedrachim, meaning you can just simply leave it in your, even leave it, on, leave it in the farm if the coin's not willing to come and pick it up. So why is our Mishnah saying, again, assuming our Mishnah is talking about Trumat Maiser, that Trumat Maiser of Demai, if it's a small amount, you can Ma'abet or Bedrachim. When it seems to be for Vadai, huge amounts, you don't have to worry about it if the coin's not willing to come and get it. So Amalei, he says, one second, what do you mean? Is it not a mitzvah lashiva veda? Meaning, um, why don't you have to bring it to the yeshuv? If you leave it in the midbar, it's going to be lost. Why can't we view the truma 
as if it's like a lost object of the koinim. So I don't understand the brighter. Why is it that, um, that you can simply leave it there? So first, we're going to question the brighter itself. Why do you say to leave it? Treat it like the property of a coin. And just as if you found your friend's wallet in the middle of the midbar, you'd have to bring it to the Ashur. So too, the truma of the kohen. Don't say mishdin matanat truma, but midin hashavat aveda. So it says, Ella, this is, uh, again, my father have different ways of explaining um, what's happened to flow here, but I'm going to explain it like um, uh, Reb Chaim. It says, Ella, ama Reb Yossi, mito lashiva veda vavar mu'at, ve'eno mitva lashiva davar muruba. Which means as follows. If we're talking about large, a huge, huge quantity, there's no mitzvah hashavat aveda. However, if there's a small amount that it is, why? Because we know that sometimes if the expense that will be endured to try and transport that huge amount would outweigh, or the effort would outweigh, if you like, the value, then you don't always have to do hashavat aveda. Meaning there's certain time we say vitalamta that you can vitalamenahem. We've seen by Berezaken if it's like, if it's modlifik fodo, but here in this context, if it's a very large amount, if it's a great tircha, sometimes we say, you know, you don't, the mitzvah hashavat aveda doesn't apply, you're exempt from it. <clears throat> so to explain, therefore, the Gemara continues. That writer that says you don't have to worry about returning it by vadai, that was talking about if it was a large quantity. So, so the Gemara says, that's talking about vadai. However, it is true that if you had real truma and it was a small amount, it's, then you'd have to take it to the city. We're only talking about the, you know, if you can leave it, leave it on the farm, if the coin doesn't want to come, if it's talking about huge amounts. About the Demai, when it comes to Demai, our Mishnah says, what's the chidush of our Mishnah? There's no mitzvah to lashiv aveda bichlau. Right? About Demai, Demai, I feel already, Rukhaim, the Kaiman, the Enoshul Kohen, Ella Megzer, and the Rabbana. Since this whole thing of Demai is only Megzer, and the Rabbana, there's no Tircha, I feel Muat, even for a small amount. You don't have to worry about it. That's exactly our So in other words, it's interesting because when we say the way you'd have to read the Mishnah means even a small amount you don't have to worry about when it comes to demai. Which is interesting. Why way we read it was specifically a small amount because we understand it got to do with Master Shay. But again, according to Rabbi Bun, we read the Mishnah as follows. Um, in other words, Mishnah's talking about Trumat Meiser of Demai. When it comes to Trumat Meiser normally in the farm, if it's a huge amount, you don't have to worry about it because there's no mitzvah hashafas aveda. Small amounts, yes, you would have to take it to the city, for, even if the coin didn't want to come and take it himself. When it comes to Demai, since the whole Trumat Meiser is only Migzera the Rabbanan anyway, even a small amount, even a filu bedvar mu'at, not devar mu'at specific, but a filu bedvar mu'at, there's no mitzvah hashafas aveda, and that's why you can mabdo bedrachim if the coin's not interested coming to you. Okay. Now, so what we've been saying now with this is a quite understanding that Mishnah is talking about from Mice of the Now we're shifting gears going down understanding that maybe our mission is talking about um, Maser Shani, not from Maser, Maser Shani of the Mice. So, in other words, let's, we have to fill in a lot of gaps here. If you understand now that our mission is talking about Master Shani the then when it says you can ma'amad mil bedrachim, that can be bedavkin. Meaning, if you've got a small amount, which the Gemara is going to continue and explain what is a small amount, 
But if you've got a small amount of master shein of demai, you don't have to worry about taking your shine. You can just live it on the side of the road. So now we're asking, okay, but what if you have cash on hand? Does that still apply? Does it still apply that, um, that you can abedrachim? Or do we say, since you've got like 10 shekel in your pocket, just point it and take the money instead? So we say, in other words, how lenient do we go with this maestro sheni of demai? So Rabbi Chumi Vreda Rabchia Barba, he says as follows. Ama he said, Abba Yulu Ma'ot, father had that Rabchia Barba had money, the diskaya in his pouch, and Velo Machalolo. And still he left that small amount of Masashani of Demai on the side of the road and didn't redeem it. Ah, that's perfect then. So they've got a raya that, that even if you've got what to redeem it with, with small amounts of Masashani Demai, you can just leave it on the side of the road. You don't even have to worry about redeeming. Now, having just gone through this sugya, as we've just seen, we brought what we've sort of explained that we've seen a, a, a discussion regarding Trump Masashani Demai that related to Mishnah. And now we've seen a discussion regarding Masashani of Demai related to Mishnah. The Gemara reflects that this connects to the debate we had yesterday with which I introduced the Shia, which is at the Rabbiya Barba. Rabbiya Barba is the is the, is the Rav that we just saw now that wasn't didn't redeem his master Shani of the Mai because it was a small amount. He just left on the side of the road. He must understand our Mishnah like Rabbiya, like we explained yesterday. The Rabbiya understood our Mishnah is talking about master Shani of the Mai. The Rav it should be rather Rav Acha should be should, should probably should be Rav Ila Rav Lav. Who, who, who led the discussion, what was in the discussion just above about, we just learned regarding Truma Meiser of Demai, the difference between the Masheva Veda and not, et cetera, et cetera. That must be like Rav Acha, sorry, that must, sorry, that must be like Rav Ami yesterday that said our mission is talking about Truma Meiser of Demai. Okay, so now that all we've just done now is align the two discussions with the debate we, with, we had yesterday. Okay, let's continue. Uh, so I'm moving now the question is, if we're saying it's Master Shane of Demai, how much is a small amount? According, it seems to be that what Raviyanai says, if it's Pachot Ma'ochel, Pachot Ma'ochel here means less than a kabeza. That's understanding. Then you're allowed to leave it if it's parus, if it's uh, cut up, like slice. However, if it is, um, if it is about the shalem, if it's talking about something that's shalem, like a proper loaf, mochashev, if you like, then we say that that, that, that is different. He said that is, if the limit is much smaller than that, which is a grogeret. And I think a grogeret is a third of a kabeza. So in other words, ma'ab bedrachim is a, how much a small amount is a function of the food that you have. If it's a slice of something, it's a large amount of a kabeza. If it's a shalem, it goes like a grogeret. Rabbi Yochanan, however, says Rabbi Shimon says Beshalem, Beshalem. He says it Adkugogeret, and then the, Now, what it seems to be here, it says it seems to suggest that Rabbi Yochanan is saying that if it's a Paros, you can do even more than a Kabeza. Okay, um, Rabbi uh, the Rosh Tzurilio says it's actually not what Rabbi Yochanan said, but it's rather a, the, what seems to be the deduction of the Gemara because he didn't redress what it should be a Paros. Okay. So, so the Gemara now asks, is it really the case that what Rabbi Yochanan is, Macholkim, is like, uh, is it really the case that Rabbi Yochanan parus even more than a kabeza? Kabeza is a proper shir ochel. How can it possibly be the case? Ella Ravmana explains the cases as follows that Rabbi Yochanan is not being more makil, he's actually being more makil. So, Amalo Pligin debate Rabbi Yanai Amri, Pachot Maochel, Mutal Abed Baparus, Abal Beshalam, I could look at it. So, Rabbi Yanai Shita is unchanged. 
When it comes to something parus, we said kibetza. When it's shalem, when it's complete, we said kubuger. However, when it comes to Rabbi Yochanan, B'Shem Rabbi Shimon Ben Yotzadak, it says as follows. He says that if Ben Parus, Ben Bashem, I don't care if it's sliced, I don't care if it's Shalem, both situations this year is Akhogoger. Fine. Reboshaya by Mahula Abed Kol Shuhu, Vila Abed. So, what this means is as follows it's a fascinating question. The question is can I be Mafresh already, knowing, a small amount, knowing I'm going to be Ma'abed? Okay. We've been saying Masasheni Kol Shuhu. That you can ma'abed, you can just sort of you can sort of leave it on the side of the road. The assumption is, is I've taken a huge amount. I, sm- I just happen to have a small amount left. So that small amount left, you know, it's fine. I can, um, I, I can, I can waste it. The question is, what is a din? Can I ma'abed? Can I, can I, from the outset, know that what I'm separating is such a small amount of of demai, master shen demai, lechachila? Can I take it knowing that I'm going to put it on the side? Um. Yes, and uh, what I will show you, yeah, the rush through it here, what I'm saying. He says, the rush through says as follows, Nira ba'anai dahachini ba'alei, dechitznan ma'abim me'u bedrachim, hainu ba'hafrisho adaita lo'holicho, o batar hachi lo'itramilei, lekach shari la'abed miyoto, avalerkeh la'abdu b'chavana kulahai zizula lo'sharina. He says, the difference is, I can understand ma'abed on the side with a bit left over, okay. But from the beginning, from the outset, to be mafresh le'ibud, that might be a zilzo, that might you not be able to do. And it leaves a question unanswered. Uh, actually, in Derech Amunah, I looked this up, Reb Chaim actually says that, that um, he rules, I don't know, he, he explains l'chumra in Shittat Rambam, but he says that, what would that mean then? That would mean you'd have to transport the entire amount before doing hafrasha from the Sadeh Le'ir and then do Hafrasha there so that you can't rely on being sort of dropping bits along the way before going from the Sadeh, from the Gorod, if you like, back to the Okay. Next. And also we said that you can give to the Ama'aretz Masasheni and eat Kenegdo against it. What this meant is, we explained the Mishnah, the Masasheni normally, um, as we says, Bedamai, specifically we can't give Masasheni Vadai to an Amaretz because we're scared he won't eat it in a state of Tahara, and that's what you have to do Masasheni. Now, what's interesting here is a comment on the, uh, by the Rosh that he quotes a Rambam. When we read the Mishnah, I read the words of the Mishnah, which is uh, as follows. It says, which means you can, you can uh, if it's small amounts of Masasheni, you can leave it on the side of the road, and also says, and you can give Master Shem Tama Aretz as long as you eat Kenegdo, meaning you eat the same value of, of what you gave him, Yerushalayim yourself. Now, what the Rambam understands is, is that uh, is also connected to Lama Aretz, meaning when do we allow you to give an Ama Aretz, uh, Master Shemi, to take it, no, to eat it, take Yerushalayim? That's only if what? Only if it's Mi'uto, only if it's still that small amount that, that, and the Shurim of which we discussed. In other words, it's almost like this, this, this din of non-lama aretz is connected to the same qualifications as we applied to ma'abedin otobadrach. Okay, important book. Okay, next halacha. Does meister ani have to be eaten b'tayra? I don't think so. I think it's just the property of the, of the, of the uh, just like his property. Much like, by the way, master Rishon as well. After, after, after um, trauma master has been separated, it's also just the property of a, of a, um, of a lady, and and Israel's allowed. The lady can say, "Come sit down and eat with me if he likes." Uh-huh. Um, 
or I mean, you know, I mean, it's just a property of that. I think mm -hmm. okay. Um, actually, I'm not sure if you can say eat with me because I'm going to say we'll, to we'll get to that. Let's continue. If someone purchases grain demai for what for planting or to feed his animal, animal or he buys flour of demai for the or from an amrat, I should say for tanning purposes. The oil to light his candles. The shemela for or oil to treat his vessels. We say patumina demai. Meaning the xerab demai is really only limited for human consumption. If you have it for all these other purposes, the Chachamim didn't apply the xerab demai. Meaning xiv halan chaziv is the, the, the border of where ole bavel or kovesh, after which, but let me try and wait even further, this in the north. We say from that point on, with patum in demai, and as we said previously, that also it would be also patum in badai, but again, Amasef is talking about demai. Chalat amaaret umuduma. What if you've got to take chala from an amaret? So chala, no, 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 again, we have to remember, we're not talking about chalot to Shabbos, we're talking about the small amount that is separated from when someone produces a lot of dough. That's another one of the matanot aniyim. That chala is very much like, that amount of dough is much like truma, and is given to a coin. Another matanah and only coin can eat. So chala of amaretz, and similarly meduma. Now meduma, what that is, is if truma gets mixed with chulin, you need a hundred times the chulin to battle it. It's only battle the mayor. If you don't have a hundred times it, it's not battle. So what do you do? You sell the whole mixture to a Kohen minus the truma part that is inside it. Okay? And the Kohen eats the whole amount. So we're now saying, and something, someone who uses Master Shani money and purchases something with it. And shayare menachot, or leftovers from a minchar offering, because a minchar offering, normally what happens is only the committer, three, you know, three fingers full amount is put on his back, and the remainder is normally eaten by the konim. All those ideas, they're p'turim in domain. The Gemara is going to discuss exactly the p'tur. But in a nutshell, we can say, because it's to do with kodshim, emat kodshim. It's, it, it's like, it's like the, the, the ama aretz wouldn't bring food, like flour to be offered as a minchar offering and not done half Russia. It's like a different, we're in a different league. That's one way to explain it. Now, the Shemen Arev. Now, Shemen Arev is um, oil which has been mixed with the Samim, and it's usually done for smelling its purposes, like a fragrance, like a perfume, like a fragrance purposes. There we have a machloka between Shem and Beit Hillel. So Beit Shemen says Mechaivim and Beit Hillel Turim. Um, there's different explanations exactly what's behind the debate. Um, that uh, well, I think we'll see in the Gemara. Um, importantly, the, the, importantly, Beit Shammai is not just cholek on this uh, on this particular way, Shem and Arev, he's actually cholek also on Lokeach Lazera, but again, we'll see that later on in the Gemara. Let's continue. Or Now, this is going to be important when we learn other sugis uh, later on related to Tevel. But it makes a difference. If someone plants Tevel, there can be a distinction whether the type of grain is planting. Sometimes we have seeds that when they plant, they just simply disintegrate, they rot in the ground. And sometimes we have, if someone, understand there's certain things that it doesn't uh, disintegrate. The example here are like things like onions. Um, so here, if you're lokeach lezera, for planting, when it comes to demai, it makes no difference between the two, whether the type of grade it is, where it does in other contexts of which we'll learn. So I'm Rabbi Yochan, what if someone buys this grain for planting and then he changes his mind and says, I actually want to eat? Then we say, now that his change of machshava is effective, and you would have to now treat it as demand, do the adequate hafrash. 
if you purchased it for consumption initially, and then change your mind, and said, you know, now I actually want this grain to plant, we say, or I think something like that. Which means that the fact that when you purchased it for Achila, it was your change in mind can't now alleviate or lift that chiyuv of hafrasha from it, and therefore you'd still have to treat it as the mind of hafrasha before planting. Okay. Tani enum zarein tevel. You're not allowed to plant tevel. Tevel is produce we haven't separated any shumas or maso. This is what we've been referring to in Amasek as being vada. You haven't done any hafrasha. Slimba im mechafin tevel. Meaning if there's grain there, you can't take soil and cover it over because that's no different to zriya. Ava mechapin imagoyi the tevel. But you can help assist the goy covering over the soil with his grain. Okay, what difference is coming with the goy? Because it says, um, it says, Reb Chaim says, because the, the, the goy is not uh, when it comes to, in, with Trumas and Masra. Now, what happens if you've forgotten planted tevel? We say, here, we say, why? Because it's already as if it's uh, already gone. What do you mean, Kfar uh, meaning what we're saying, hafrasha, important here, we're not talking about the products that grow and the fruit that grows after it. That we're going to discuss later on it, later on in our learning. We're talking about the grain that's already planted. You have to now have mimafish, mimakomacher, but that stuff you've already planted. So, um, so the Gemara says um, that it's already considered lost, gone. It's already disintegrated. So but that, now the Gemara says that's bidavash in dadar kolilaket. Aval davash that's only things that are unlikely to be, say, picked out of the ground. So things, the grain themselves are disintegrated. We said, however, however, if we're talking about something that can be pulled out. So here we're talking about like shtilim. So um, I was actually uh, trying to research a bit on planting um, uh, onions before this year. And there were different ways to plant onions. One, you can either take grain or you can take bulbs or you can actually take shtilim, like little, uh, little plants and plant them that way. So if someone happened to take a, uh, a still and like a little sapling, if you like, and plant in the ground, then we say, and that you could pull straight back out of the ground. So that we say, we say, no, you should take them all out of the ground once again and do half Russia. However, that's below some F. That's before, that's provided hasn't already started growing. If you like taking root and start growing in the ground. It's also, it's, it's, it's treated like something, it already disintegrates. And therefore you don't have to worry about Russia for the things that are already in the ground, okay? What happens to things that grow? We will discuss that um, in uh, tomorrow. But yeah, let's continue. So that's a little, uh, little uh, a piece on Badai, but let's return back to Demaina. Rabbi Yochanan Karhave Achel, when used to eat a filu kupad, a filu bea, even if it was meat or eggs, he would treat them as Demain, to have Russia. I mean, Demai with meat and eggs. So it says, Amrulei Tamudui, Lo Ken Elfin. One second, Rebbe is Aserta Ser Kvot Zarecha. The mitzvah of Afrasha doesn't apply to meat. The mitzvah of Afrasha applies to stuff that grows in the ground. What do you do it? So it says, Du Chashash Lamashkin Shiesh Bahem. What he was Cheshesh for, he was, his Chashash was maybe it was cooked with the my produce. And therefore, he was more machmer to, to, be, to worry, worry about the bliot, that which it absorbed. And he even was worried to do half Russia from that. Now, that, however, is, an, is a chumrah. Why? Because the Chachamim weren't gozer, they didn't um, make xera for what's called karobet of demai, mixtures that involved demai. And that's, by the way, the way, for example, the way Kahati explains 
uh, in the Mishnah where Beit Sham, Beit Hillel is cholak with Shemen Arev, this oil that's mixed up with other spices, because he explained one under, one explanation why Beit Shilal says it's it's patra from Demai is because it's also a mixture of Demai and other things. Uh, but that's, I guess, we've heard that. Let's continue. Vila Dahima. Let's have a look. So Rabbi Yirmi Shalach Lerub Zira had Masana the Tainim de Lomatai. So Rabbi Yirmi has sent to Zira a basket of Tainim that, 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 that was tethered. He didn't do our frasha. Rabbi Yirmi has Savar Meima. Rabbi Yirmi has thought to say, Rabbi Zira Meima. Ma Rebzira Mecha de Lomataka. Clearly, Rebzira is a, a, a caliber that he will definitely do her frasha, but nothing to worry about. But Rebzira Sabar Mem, when Rebzira received it, what did he think? Me ma ma efsha de Rebzira Meshachli Mila de Lomatakna. Is a possible Rebzira who sent me something that's Tevel? It's impossible. So what happened? Bain din ladin between the two of them. Ultimately, what happened? Rebzira Meetach al Tevel. Rebzira assumed that what was sent wasn't Tevel. And Rebzira assumed I can send him Tevel because we'll certainly do her frasha. And because of the misassumption, what happened in Ribzira ended up eating Tevel. Lemachar kami made they met each other. Amar lei hahus masana de shalach etmo. That basu you sent me, mentakna havam, did you do afrasha? Amar lei amri ma Ribzira mecha milad mentakna. So of course I didn't do afrasha. I said, I, I, someone like you, of course you would have done afrasha of things you received. So Amar lei of, afana, I also amrit ken. I also said, I also said this. And how I what? How about you Shalakli Miladul Matakna would really really send me Tevel? So at that point moment they said as follows. So effectively we had a disastrous consequence. So Rab Abba Barzvina Bashem Rabzira Amar, in Habakadmai, if the generations prefers were Banalachim, if they were Malachim, Anu Bene Nash, we would be just mere human beings. I mean, you talk about the it's like you read the Mirror. If the, the previous generations, the Rabbanim previous generations were like human beings, then we are we are merely like donkeys. says, at this moment, as a result of seeing Rabzira having eaten Tevel as a result of this misunderstanding, Amar he says, We don't even reach the level of Rav Pinchas Now we're gonna just so we can not left on a cliffhanger, let's just continue the story and go a bit more into Dafdalat. What was the story of the, the Hamarta and Pinchas Ben Yair? Because the Hamar, Hamarte, the Hamar, the donkey of Rehmiz and Yair, Gnufta, Lissi, Belayla. Pinchas Ben Yair, donkey was stolen by Ganabi Matai. Abedat Smura, Gabun Tlata Yami, the Lord Taimin Klum. What they, they, they had it in with them in a cave for three days, and this donkey, Lotam, didn't eat anything. After three days, it malchun. They decided between them. The chazra lamar to return it to the owner. Amrim nishlechi lamar. Let's send it back. The lo limud lagabana, so it won't die here with us. But tisre marata and stink out our cave. Now I don't know what it smells like with the donkey living with the donkey in a cave, but it seemed to be a lot worse consequence if it started the body started decomposing. So they said, let's get rid of it. Afkuna they got rid of it. Azal bekama al torah demale. This donkey went out and stood by the gate of of Pinchas ben Yarav. Shoraita menahaka. It started to break. He said to them, quickly go open this gate, this never, the misken, this never donkey. Because he hasn't eaten in three days. He was going to his donkey. Pat will later open the bottle and let him let inside. Give him to give him something to eat. So Ayahu Kumei Saarin, they gave him some barley. But Lobite Mechel, and he didn't want to eat. Amulay Rebi, Lobite Mechel, this donkey doesn't want to eat a thing. Did you do hafrasha? Amarle, of course, there's nothing wrong with it. Yes. So Amarle, if it's demai, did you do hafrasha of demai? 
If someone purchased a mine for the purpose of planting, or for to feed his animal, or for, to, for tanning, or wheat for tanning purposes, sorry, flour for tanning purposes, or oil for his candle, or shemen oil to, for, to put on one's skin, uh, oh, sorry, it's not a skin, to put on one's tailing, patum in so I don't have, we don't have to do a frasha for, for this animal. So Amar Luni says, he said to us, said to them, sorry, what can I do this nebuch, this chamor? The Arimin, what did they do? Did they have frasha? They, did, they separate the trumas and masrot, and that donkey ended up eating it. So again, the point of bringing this story was to say that you see the donkey of Rabbi Chathanyair, no issue came to him that he, would, he wouldn't he even eat tevel. So not that he didn't tell, he didn't even eat demai, even though he was popular, was machner. But yet we see the generations after, with Reb Zirim, the Jude misunderstanding, he even happened to, unfortunately, have eaten tevel. So he says, we didn't even get to the level of the chamor of Pinchas ben Okay? Goltov, have a good day, everyone. Godarabah. Goltov.